Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Where else can you listen to Big Brother House Guests, Survivor Castaways, and the Amazing Racer Racers? That's right. Here at the Rad Reality Show Network, and we have so many other guests. Everyone sit back and enjoy. Let's start with the intro, and let's get the show on the road. Reality show, and this is Ron Rad. Tonight we talk amazing race. If you guys have a question, you guys can call in um, 347-237-5506. Welcome, amazing race fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. It's May first, twenty sixteen. I'm Cherry Garcia. I'm so happy to have you with us here tonight on this Sunday evening for the Amazing Race Second Pit Stop Show with our host, Luis Travato from Season 16 of The Amazing Race. And tonight is a very special night because Luis' special guest is his partner from Season 16. And they were known back then as Team Detectives. Michael Naylor will be here with Louie to recap the latest episode of The Amazing Race called Monkey Dance, and I can't wait to hear his opinions of this entire season, too. Of course, if you have questions, you can call in at 1-347-237-5506, and as always, we do ask that you listen to the prompts on the switchboard, and please press the number one key on your phone. This lets us know that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from your phone um, or from the switchboard. So let's go ahead and start the show off with a little music that's appropriate for our host. Here we go, folks. Here is like insane. <laughs> there was like 
Do you have you ever had lamb, Cherry? Not very much. <laughs> well, I mean, like those. Let me. Some people don't even realize it, but have you ever had a, a gyro or a gyro? Some people call it a chiro. Um, that meat. I have had those. Quite a bit. So that's lamb. You've had lamb. Yeah. All right. So, um, but it's like the food is in insane. The amount of food here is crazy. Um, and then you got the uh, um, one friend who's um, Italian brought Italian grappa, and that's a type of liqueur that's like very strong. Um, and so. Um, I'm having a good day. <laughs> You're having so, a real um, good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to go some. I had to go somewhere and um, personal matter, and then I came back. So I was starving, and my beautiful sister just made me a huge plate of food. So I, we're going to be doing our show, which was an amazing freaking episode. Um, yes, it and, was. Um, and um, you know, I talked to people at this party and. A lot of people are um, upset with a certain team. And I said, you shouldn't be because I think they played the game. And, you know, so uh, we'll, and we'll get into that once we start talking about it. Um, so uh, other than that, I mean, things are going good. I mean, you know, it's life. Life is life's good and, you know, and it has its ups and downs and you have to deal with them and move forward, you know. Um, Anybody with a life that has no drama in it is like, you know, God bless you, you know, because it's rare, you know, so. Amen. Um, yeah. Um, how about yourself? What's going on with you? Oh, I've had a very busy day. Um, my St. Louis Blues are playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and we had a 2 o'clock game against the Dallas Stars. We're in the second round, and... It was the second game of the second series, and Dallas won the first game, and we just won the second game in Dallas in overtime. So, it just ended just before. I don't follow follow hockey. I know, you don't. Yeah. I am so happy for you. (laughs) So, let's put it that way. It is it is the only sport that Rich and I follow. We don't yep. follow baseball, football, basketball, anything else. Hockey is our only sport. We hey, live it. That's fine. Breathe it. Bleed it. It's <laughs> the only thing that we follow. And believe me, we bleed blue. No, good for you. So, I, I, well, I bleed blue, too, blue and gray. I'm, I'm a cowboy fan. Um, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Um, so, um, yeah, so, um, you, know, I, you know, like we said in, the, like said in the beginning, I wish all our Orthodox Greek fans a happy Easter. This is their Easter today. So, um, so anyways, um, things are good. Mike's going to be calling in. Um, I don't know how much time he actually has, but he is going to call in because so, um, he's working a case. And so um, he said he's going to find time to call us. And so that's awesome. Um, for sure, Chevy, he's going to call. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, other than that, you know, I, I'm just um, my Louis Fitness Academy is doing so good. Um, you know how passionate I am about things I do. And, you know, I'm sitting there um, at a restaurant um, getting takeout the other day and, um, this woman came in getting takeout, and I just started talking with her, and she said, um, we started talking about stuff, and next thing you know, she's joining Louie's Fitness Academy, <laughs> you know, so it was like, she showed up, and she loved it, because I give a good workout, and I, and I feel, I'm not pat myself, but I just feel like I'm inspirational and motivational towards what I do in life, you know, and, you know, it's, we um getting kind of off it in a way, um, I, there was many people here, um, they're like, when are you going to be on the Amazing Race again? When are you going to be on the Amazing Race again? So I was like, um, I said, I hope and pray. And I'm assuming and I'm thinking that it's going to be season 30. That's going to be the big season, you know, where they're going to do something big. They have to because they got signed for another two seasons. So which means season 30 is going to happen. So, you know, um, I, I think it's going to happen. And I, 
and I'm hoping it happens where they ask us to be on the show again. You know, so I'm sorry. I don't for know the if you noticed, but I What's gave that? a little subtle hint in the promo today. I, I saw <laughs> something in the picture. Is that one of one of the pictures, or like, is that we talking about the uh, the one you gave you put out before? Is that the one you're talking about, or I gave a subtle hint um, in in yeah. the actual text of the promo. Oh, nice. <laughs> and and. And the picture as well. So um, if Bertram happens to see that, I think hmm. they might get a little hint. Um, well, I'll tell you. All right. I know Rhode Island's small, but, I mean, Mike and I have fans all over the world. And, and people say to us over and over again how they loved watching us because we were real, you know, we weren't fake and we were just us, you know, and I appreciate that. I, I deeply appreciate that. It's so kind for, of people to say, you know, but Mike and I, who are, who we are, we're not fake people. We're, you know, we, um, we don't hide anything. You know me, I have no filters, you know, like, because like, I am who I am. You either love me or you hate me and that's it. You know, I was like, and I get more people that love me than hate me, so that's a good thing. <laughs> so, well, and look at the amount of charity work you have done since coming off the, yeah. the race. I mean, you Thanks. have given back so much to so many charities, and they would be hard-pressed to find anyone else who has given back as much as you have. And Thank you, honey. There you go. To me, that says a whole lot. And I think that should be taken into consideration. I mean, you have used that that platform to go out there and and do charity work in not only your own community but all over the country. And I have, yes. That that just speaks volumes about who you are and how much you want to, you know, do for others and keep the amazing race name out there and just so much. I mean, if I was looking at, at teams to choose, that would be something I would consider, you know, who has really stayed out front and center in not only their own community, but with all their fans and in all the charities and, you know, doing things for others in the name of the amazing race. And that has to be you. I mean, you have just, I it, I don't know if we could sit here and talk for an hour and go over <laughs> all the charities you've, you've done. I could, you know what? I never counted how many I, I should someday and sit down and just think of how many charities I've actually worked with that I've helped out. Um, and I'm working on a couple of other ones now, right now. One's called the May Foundation, where it's for the homeless people I'm helping with. Um, it's, I don't know, I, I, you know, it's funny. My buddy Jesse, who owns the gym in Bristol, Rhode Island, the Icon Boxing Club, um, who got me started with my whole training and train, living differently, um, he's like, um, Louie will do anything for a charity. And it's like, I guess it's true. I don't know. It's just like, and I've said this before, Sherry. I've given back, yes, tenfold, I believe. Um, but I love giving back. You know, it's not like I. It's not like you know. I don't know. It's not some people say you. you enjoy it. No, I don't. And people, some people may say it's oh, it's for your um, name recognition. But in a sense, yes. In a sense, yes. But I've been blessed. And, I, and this I've said a million times, I've been blessed to be on the biggest reality show, all right, that has won the most Emmy Awards, all right, period. No other, no other, I mean, uh, no other reality show could say that, all right, none. Not American Idol, not The Voice, none of them can say they won as many. And, oh, oh, and, and for the sake of CBS, Survivor and um, Big Brother, None of them have won as many Emmy Awards as The Amazing Race, all right? So I am so proud to be associated with a show that's so, like, out there and popular, you know? And it's just like, and, and I'm blessed. 
I am blessed. I'm blessed, blessed, blessed. And, you know, and if I get on again, oh, man, I, I mean, I dream about it because, I mean, I am in a different mindset and condition body-wise now. And I just want, to me, it's just like, I want to prove myself. But what am I proving, though, in a sense? You say, you say I want to prove myself. People can say, well, you guys made it really far anyways, even in the condition you were in. This is true. And I agree with that. But there's times when I was dying, like, breathing-wise and stuff like that. And, but it's because I'm not a quitter either. And it's because I had such an amazing partner, for lack of a better word, amazing um because he motivated mike motivated me and pushed me and like he never gave up on me never got mad um or anything he just kept come on louie come on come on come on go come on quicker come on you know and if you see mike if you ever met mike mike is six five and i'm only five ten so his leg stride i a two of one my one you know so it's you know which doesn't make life easy either when you're racing. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Mike, he just popped up there? on the switchboard. Yes. Well, put him on. Let's bring put him up with us. We have the, the other half of Team Detectives from Season 16 of The Amazing Race, Mr. Mike Naylor with us now. Thank you for calling in, oh. Mike. Hey, thanks for having me again. How are we doing? Jerry, what's up, brother? <laughs> What's How are you, Mikey? Uh, I, 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 I love you too, bro. And we were just talking. I don't know if you were listening, but I was just saying how, you know, we have been blessed to be on the greatest show, reality show ever, I, as far as I'm concerned, because I mean, between all the Emmy Awards they've won and just the popularity of it, and it's got signed for another two seasons. Um, but while racing, and, and though, you know, to me, I need to prove something as far as my fitness-wise goes. That's how I feel about it. If they ever asked us to be on again, when, now let me correct that. When they ask us to be back on again, I believe that, and I told Cherry this, and I've, I've told you this before, Mike, if it wasn't for you, motivated me in so many ways, and I'm not even joking. I'm not even blowing smoke up your ass or anything like that. You motivated me because, I mean, there were times, and I just, just got done saying how, you're six five. I'm five ten. Your leg, your you know your leg length of freaking like double mine. You know it's just like, but you never got mad. You just said, "Come on, Louie, come on." You know, and, you know you would tease me at times, call me cardio man, you know, and stuff, whatever. But I'm just like, you know, I, I just need to prove something now. It's just like to me, that's what I mean. I and I would be more than honored to do the show again, as you. Yeah, I would, would actually. I, mean, I would actually be a little afraid now to do it because I'm thinking. <laughs> Louie is so much in, in so, such great shape now compared to before. He may make me look bad. This might not be so good. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I would never do that, number one. <laughs> I would never do that to you, brother. Because if this, anything... This could be bad, yes. This could be bad. This could be a turn of the best. You could have to be the motivator. I could be tired, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. still let you drive. I'll still let you drive, brother. <laughs> oh, you yeah, no one's ever going to laugh at me the driver. I'm always the driver. You can remember that. You're always the driver. And it's funny because um, I, I think I was talking about it recently to somebody. I go, Mike drove the whole time. And I was fine with that. I never had a problem with you driving, ever, because I'm fine. You you, you want to drive? You could drive. Go for it, brother. Right? But it was when we were in um, Seychelles, and it was that ox uh, in the wagon with the yeah. coconuts. And you go, all right, you could drive now. That was about it. I'm a control freak, if you haven't heard. I like to be in control all the time. So I was like, all right, I'll drive. But it's funny. I just thought, thinking of this, when we went on the show, I didn't realize that Louis wore reading glasses sometimes to read. <laughs> and he didn't want to be caught on TV wearing reading glasses. So at one point, where he's... Couldn't read the map and we're driving. I'm like, Louie, where are we going? And he didn't want to put the reading glasses on. So I remember, he never made camera. But I'm like, put the glasses on. Stop worrying about it. But in, in the six years it's been, now I'm sitting in this car right now doing surveillance, and I had to break out reading glasses. 
So I'm thinking to myself, boy, this how the tables have turned. Now I, six years later, I got to break out reading glasses to read the small print. This is not good. Hey, it's life. It's life, brother. It's life. That's um, it. No, not good. And Louis got abs. You know, if you go six years later, Bertram, you guys, he has to be listening to this. Louis got abs now. He's he's shredded. It's gonna be crazy. Yep. I um. Mike's uh, Mike's son just joined uh, Fitness Club in Bristol, Rhode Island, and I'll tell you what, man, he, your son did an amazing job, bro. I mean, he he's motivated. I, I love it. Him and him and his friend, they he has lost about sixty pounds, and he's putting on a lot of muscle. He, he wants great. to fight. He wants to be able. To, he wants to be able to be hit, and he wants to be a policeman, of course. So yeah. his dream is to be a good policeman and you know be able to fight and be you know be able to be strong. And have no yep. fear. He's dying to get hit. I won't hit him because I love him too much. <laughs> right, so maybe Louie will hit you. I don't know. Put him in the ring with Louie. Maybe Louie will hit you a little bit. We'll see. <laughs> but he came home and he was sore. Pounds. And he wow. Yeah, no, he, he's done an, and Louie's words, he's done an amazing job. He is, we went to the Red Sox team recently. Now, my thing with him, we'd go to a game, we'd eat our whole way through the nine innings. and get pizza, sausage, hot dogs. He made me feel guilty. I'm like, oh, you can't eat another slice of pizza, Dad. No, no, no hot dogs, Dad. No, <laughs> I can't even drink diet soda anymore. He won't even let me drink diet soda. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, he, he's com- he's committed. So, well, he can motivate you. Well, that's what he does. You know, now we go for runs, and he beats me in the run. And I'm saying to myself, uh oh, this is not good. Not good. All he wants to do is fight. All he hey, wants Mike, to do I know. I know your time is limited, right? So I, I'm not going to – what I want to ask you, what I want to talk about actually is um, – and this is leg 10, and there's only two legs left in this race. And I believe that Tyler and Corey made the right decision for this leg uh, of the race. As far as that, you you have to – Stop worrying about This is a tough one because they all kind of know intertwine with YouTube and Twitter and all this stuff. But you have to make the decision. Do you want to U-turn, U-turn them or not? Do you want to win? And I, and I said this when we were friends with the Cowboys. The Cowboys, Jack and Cord said there was one leg. I think we're in, I forget where we were. But they turned to us and said, you know, if we have to, we're going to U-turn you. And, and, and we've got great respect for those guys and the great guys. Yeah. We knew it was, you know, we knew the game. The, it's a million-dollar game, so. That was a smart move to U-turn them. I mean, they they were definitely coming on strong. You gotta you gotta take care of them. You, you know, you gotta get them out of the picture. Now, I I agree with that. I totally agree with the move they made, and I and I get how Tyler was feeling guilty and stuff when they did that U-turn. Um, but as far as Bernie and Ashley, you know, I think they should have tried. I think they should have at least gave um, Brody and Chris. A chance, and you turn somebody else that was behind now, them or something. I, I, the way I don't I look know. At that is you defeat the purpose. If they're a strong team, get them out, and that's it. No hot feelings. Move on. I remember in our leg, Louis really felt bad. I mean, as much as he didn't portray it, but he really did feel bad <laughs> about you turning. I him. did, and I was cutthroat. I'm like, Louis, no. And, and and as much as at one point I was joking and I said something like, we're going to move to Stephen Alley. I, I listened to mm-hmm. people who are behind us. And there's not a hint in hell I would have ever um, U-turned Stephen Alley because I loved him too much. But but I, I threw that out there to kind of scare him that, hey, we got to U-turn somebody. And then we yeah. easily took Joe and Heidi. So it was great. Well, I mean, so I obviously, it was a, obviously it was a perfect move when we did that. I mean, <clears throat> if you go back and talk, look, we loved Heidi. Heidi was a sweetheart. But Joe was just a uh, asshole. Period. He was, ne- he was mean, negative energy, and I don't want any yeah. negative energy around me. It was the back no. of that bus driving from I forget where we were going from Germany to France, and he was so negative on the back of the bus. I said, yeah. "We have a problem. Either I'm going to throw him off the bus, or next yeah. chance I get, I'm going to U-turn him." So that worked out good. Thank. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was. I mean, we. I mean, we played the game and. And when you talk to fans, when you talk to people, and they ask you about, it, they go, they they tell us we made the right decision, you know. Yeah. Um, well, so you did. I think we're on the. I think we're on the downside. A lot of people uh, were on that uh, top twenty-five hated teams because of the U-turn. Because so many people that like this show, like uh, uh, there's nice people that want to travel the world. 
and they can't see that it's a game for a million dollars, and you got to put it aside. So some people, we took a little bit of flack for returning them, but hey, that is what it is. What about hey, being actually being number two five times? Is that driving you crazy? Uh, it's nuts. It's friggin' nuts. It's nuts because I'll tell you what, Bernie and I, you know, not for nothing, <coughs> it only matters on the last leg. If you remember, Amy and um, Jason, they were number two a ton of times too. Oh, yeah. A lot during their race. And they, and they won where it mattered. That's where it matters in the end. But it's very frustrating. At least you know you're a strong team and you're up near the top and you possibly could be there to the end, yes. You know? But as far as, like, I mean, the Dana is just so, like, negative on that. My God. I mean, oh, yeah. she's watching it now. I'm wondering if she's, like, mad at herself, you know, the way she was acting. You know? Yeah, but, you know, I don't know what she's catching for flack, but she's got to. But I did think of her when she grabbed that chicken little. I was thinking of you with the llamas, calming those llamas down. <laughs> I wonder who we would have grabbed them chickens just like in Rocky 1. Well, <laughs> no, I would have carried all four of them the first time. All by the neck. Let's go. <laughs> uh, it would have been a great scene for you to pick them up like in Rocky, just picking them up. It would have been good. Yep. <laughs> so, because, been good. Hey, hey, if they did do it like right now and know my background, they, tro- they totally could have threw in the Rocky theme while doing it. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, like... It would have been great. Uh, they would have taught you. It would have been hysterical, yeah. Because, you, you know, this could be if you, you boxing now. It would have been good, you know. I tell you what, Sherry, um, um, Cole's mom, she um, she was like the, the chicken whisperer in there. Yeah, she yeah. was like, she was beautiful. Yeah. We had her, we had her on last week, Mike, and um, she is a sweetheart. She is such a sweetheart. Oh really? She's, oh yeah. She's a and and I, you know, the funny thing is, you don't know. I don't know if you know this story if you were listening or not, but um, what happened was all of a sudden I get a Twitter from her, right, and. And she says, I've listened to your show, and I love it, uh, blah, blah, blah. So then I stopped following her, and we, we started direct messaging each other on Twitter. And Sherry started direct messaging her, too. So we're all going back and forth, and we get around the show last week. And I said, she goes, I haven't heard the whole show yet. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Um, 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 well, we disregard the fact. I said, holy boobs at one point. <laughs> when, she had, <laughs> when she had that gold bathing suit on, you know, she laughed and she's, you know, she's like, no, I guess, when you're done listening, you may want to slap me in the face and not listen to me and, and not listen to the show or call in, you know? And um, she laughed and she was cool about it. She was so cool about it. Um, she said she was actually waiting for it to be worse. I, I really was. I thought it was going to be so bad. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but she's cool as yeah. shit. I will, I'll actually, I'll, uh, I'll send you her um, Snapchat um, thing in, um, so you can follow her. I'll tell her that you oh, okay. yeah, be good to follow you. Yeah, I was wondering if Cole was going to jump. What were you thinking on that one? Oh, my like, God. I, yeah. I didn't think he was going to go. I, I really didn't. The way they built it up. Uh, the way but I, I give him credit. Like, hey, is this kid not going to jump 40 feet? I mean, you know, come on now. It, yeah. Well, and that wasn't when 40 feet, we had Sherry on, feet. when we had Sherry on last week, um, they had talked about it before they went on the race, and they had already made predetermined that, that she would take everything that would include heights because they both had a fear of heights, but her, you know, she she wasn't quite as bad as Cole. And so they had already predetermined that she would take everything that included heights. And I don't think they realized that 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 one was going to include heights. And when it did, she was just like, oh, baby, I'm so sorry, you know. And she was, you know, really concerned for him, you know, whether he was going to do it or not, I think, because that was their agreement, you know. And yeah. it, it, what happens is you forget that you, you each one has to do so many, so many um, um, activities. So then you right. say to yourself, towards the end, you, you might get stuck doing something you really don't want to do. You know, so right. it's, I, I think that would happen in the last episode where they, there was no choice. You had to, somebody had to do the last two. So it was kind of scary, you know. Well, I had, um, I had a couple. Of, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cherry. 
I had wondered why he did the food comp um, where they had to cook, you know, because, you know, she's a mom of six, and I'm thinking, why is he cooking when, you know, surely she cooks, you know, but they had predetermined before they went on the race that he would do everything with food, and um, I forget exactly how she said it, but they had predetermined which ones he would do and which ones she would do, and anything to do with food, he would do, and so when that one involved food, it automatically went to him, and that's why he did the, the cooking one, and so then I understood, but until she explained it, I had always wondered why he did that cooking challenge, and... That sort of explained it for me. Let me tell you something, wait. Um, a, a couple of our, our fans um, came to my boxing studio the other this past weekend because they wanted to buy one of my shirts. And so they came, and I was bullshit when they were talking to me, and they were asking me stuff. And, um, and they were asking me stuff about it, and they said, do you regret anything? Or do you tell me about the roadblocks? And, and, you know, and I said, look, Mike and I predetermined, I did the first one. He did the second one. We just went back and forth. So there was no, like, like all of a sudden I had too many or he had too many. It wasn't like that at all. So when it came down to when we went to Germany and Mike bungee jumped, yeah, I was upset because I never bungee jumped and I wanted to do it, you know. And then when, um, when Mike got to the puzzle, I wish I was doing the puzzle, you know, because of um, – because of Mike had a, has a slight like color blindness thing going on, so and which made him made it real difficult for him to do the puzzle. So it's like, yeah, you regret things, but I don't re, I don't regret anything. Tell you the truth, I mean, um, it, fuck, it's just like I don't know, Mike. Yeah, um, that was that was our plan. Our plan was one and one. Yep. And it, it yep. worked out all the way through. Even on the swimming, when I had to do the diving and swimming, yeah, worked yep. out. That was the next, and I had to dive and swim. Yep. I'm, I'm a better swimmer. And it worked yep. out. And I and I look back to the one of the first legs when Louie had to do the climb across the uh, 300 feet high on the tight wire. Yep. I've done that recently. I do a lot of rope climbing and zip lining, and it's harder for a tall person. I know um, um, who was it, Dana and uh, yeah, Dana uh, and uh, um, uh, oh God, uh, Davis. Yes. Uh, Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, he lost her husband, Dana. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's Adrian, kind of Adrian. With those. Yeah, so that worked out. Adrian, indeed, that's Adrian. So when he, he yep. failed on that one, I look back and I say to myself, my goodness, that would have we could have been out that first leg. That's all it would have taken is for us to say, no, nope, I'm going to do this one. Uh, so right. it kind of worked out well. Yep, the numbers weren't worked out well. Well, listen, I, we I've got to run. I'm, I'm following somebody, and they're walking around right. the place and following them. So. All right, um, I love you, brother. Thank you so much for calling in. Guys, you guys keep up the good work. I'll Take talk care, to you guys Michael. later. Thank you, Love you, brother. Safe. Right. He's he's always he's always a fun guest to have on, Chevy. He's always like always gives great insight on things and like reminds you of things we didn't. You know, it was during the race. Um, he was talking about how it was a game for a million dollars, and I kind of kicked myself now because now I wouldn't say that if I was to race again, I wouldn't say that to somebody. Because there was times during the race where people wanted to quit or wanted to um, move on and stuff, and um, and they were and I'm like, look, you know, or they were upset about something. I'm like, it's a game for a million dollars. Knock it off and just play the game and just go. You know, you know, you will either be friends or we won't be friends in the end. We didn't come here to make friends, but you you do, you definitely do. There's no question around that. You definitely make friends, but it's not like Big Brother when you're in a house, stuck in a house. It's not like Survivor when you're stuck together all around each other, where you're constantly, constantly with each other. You're not. So it's a game for a million dollars, and that's the way you really, really got to think. Um, but you can still do it with morals and values without being a total asshole, you know, excuse my language. So Right, and they put those – those U-turns in there for a reason, and that is to help a team get an advantage and and help them get to where they want to be in the race. And yep. that those U-turns are in there to be used. And 
if you don't use them and play a smart game, that's on you. And I think that, you know, they, I do think they made a smart decision and sure it's going to be hard, you know, emotionally and, you know, on their moral compass for a little while, I'm sure, you know, because they did that to somebody that they care about. But I guarantee you, if they win a million dollars, it's not going to be as hard once that money hits their pocket. Um, nope, I agree. You know, they're going to look back on that and say that was the right move to make. And I don't, I don't regret, I don't regret you turning um, um, Heidi and Joe. I don't, I don't. I, you know, I felt bad when I met Heidi in New York uh, for our season finale, and we were talking. Joe didn't come, just she did. And I'm talking. I go. I said, how was it watching that episode? She goes, it was hard, you know, because our kids cried. And I felt bad. I'm, I'm a human being. I'm not a you know? You know? And, and it, but, again, you know, if Joe maybe was a different person or acted differently or something, you know what I mean? And, you know what? Even if he did, maybe, again, if somebody's as close as they are to us, behind us, and competitive, you know, get you have to make the move. You have to do something. You have to give that. You got, you got to give yourself that edge, you know. But just so, like the Cowboys said to you and Michael, and as yeah. close as you guys were, they said yeah, they would very, U-turn you. To this day. Yeah. Yes, but they said they would yeah. U-turn you because that's what that's a smart gameplay, and you're playing a game, and that's what you have to do to get to that number one position against. A good team. Look, I, I mean, I'm friends with Justin from last season, green team, right? But we, me and him talk. I go, look, if we ever go back on where, you know, we're, we're competing against each other, I said, I'm you turning your fucking heads. <laughs> Excuse my language. I'm you <laughs> turning you. I'm you turning you. I said, you know, it's like, I know how competitive you are. I know what type of player you are. You know, it is what it is. You know? I mean, people can say karma. Oh, somebody, if you go back on again, somebody's going to go for it. That's the game. I'm not going to be mad. It's the game, you know. Can't be mad at the game. Hate that. Hate, hate, hate the game, not the player, you know. So, That's right. Um, so, I mean, you know, it, it is, it's a great game. And, I mean, I can – look, I'm, yeah, I'm partial because I was on the damn show, all right. But – and it is a great. I mean, you ask anybody. I've asked people from Big Brother, who I'm very, I'm friends with a ton of them. Ask anybody from Survivor. I'm friends with a ton of them, right? And they all want, they all wish they played on the Amazing Race. You know. Oh, I. Agree. I wish I did the Amazing. I asked. I wish I did the Amazing Race. I, you guys went around the world. You guys go around the world. We stay in one spot. You know. So, I mean, I don't I know. Often I often ask many I, of our guests on here, you know, if you could be on any other reality show, what show would you choose? Yep. And most of the time, the response is, I'd love to do The Amazing Race. Yeah. Where else can you go all the way around the world and, you know, meet people from all over the world? Like, oh, God. I, I, I'm getting chills thinking about because I'm blessed. I'm just blessed that I was able to do that. With Mike, especially with Mike. So. And the show isn't. Um, it isn't so. Um, how do I want to put this? Manipulated as it is right. in some other. Yes, you're very good. There's, not, there's no line. There's no really alliances or anything like that. You could start that off in the beginning because we did. You know, we we kind of did. We we kind of hung out with, you know, um, uh, Monique and. Um, Oh shit! I'm doing a blank now. So bad. But the, the two the two women and and some they were from the east side. They're from the east coast. So we're like east coast, you know, east coast strong. We just kind of did that in the beginning, but then it was once we left South America was when we ended up like getting like really like uh, all right, we got to stop. People are running around with their heads cut off. We just got to play our own game and. Our own game isn't what is right, then we're done. But it turned out to be the right decision, 
We needed to play our own game. And we started to have the mentality of how the Cowboys were playing. And that's how come we started doing really good, you know? We just played the game. We just, like, let's have fun, Mike. Stop. Let's stop being these, you know, trying to think too hard. And, and the game became really fun at that point. It became so much fun to race, you know? So. Um, that's how it should be. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's, let's talk about this leg of the race. And, um, okay, so this is leg 10. And um, they are um, – um, oh, jeez, I didn't write that now. Um, but they, I think they're still in Dubai, right? Yes. All right. They're in Dubai, and they got a route info. And Tyler and Corey were first, and keep that in mind. They left at 7.45. And um, the route info was to proceed to Noosa. Mom, mom, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chop this up, but that's common with Luis Dovato. Um, <laughs> one bargain, all right? Um, it, um, it would take, and it, 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 it's in Indonesia, all right? And Phil told us, uh, during this lake at the beginning, he said it would take 50 years to visit all the islands in Indonesia. That's crazy. I, I was just listening to that. I'm like, oh, my God. That, that's like, there's that many islands in Indonesia that, you know, um, but they went to one of them, which was Nusa Labangan. Um, and so, um, so that's pretty cool. Um, there, they would find the next clue in one of three clue boxes that were in the blue bay. And he also said, caution, there's a U-turn ahead, which the, 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 the route info read. So, um, so uh, Tyler and Corey left at 7.45. Bernie and Ashley left at 7.52. Sherry and Cole left at 7.53. Damon, Dana and Matt left at 7.54. And Brody and Kurt left at 7.58. Um, so... Then once they got there and they dove into the Blue Bay and they retrieved their clue, they were in cylinders, so it kind of screwed people up a little bit, um, especially Dana and Matt. It confused them, um, um, the clue in the water in the cylinder. They didn't, um, and, and, and almost every team said it. They were like, they, um, they were just looking for this laminated clue in the water, and it ended up being in a cylinder. Um, so when they, um, when they did figure it out, that the clue was in the cylinder. It was a route info, and it was to proceed to Pura Pusha Stairway. And um, they had to find the dancing monkey for the next clue. So uh, Tyler and Corey got there first, Bernie and Ashley, Sherry and Cole, Brody and Kurt, and then Dana and Matt. Dana and Matt really, like, struggled with that, um, even though yeah, he had it in his hand. He had it in his hand. He just had trouble opening it and finally figured it out. That it was um, that that was it. Um, so once they did, it, the uh, dancing monkey out. was was kind of funny. Um, he would meet he would meet them down, sort of midway on the steps. But then he, yep. they were so tired, and then he would mess with them and he'd, he'd dance all the way up to the top of the steps before he'd give them the clue yep. and make them go all the way up to the top of the steps. But boy, he could imitate a monkey. Oh, uh, he, well, he did. He did it really well. Um, he, and it was cool. Hey, he's done a very, he, he was, uh, he played that character well. He totally did. He did. Um, the person who did it. And it was a, um, it was again a route info. And it was, um, look for the mocked, um, truck taxi. Um, so once they did, they, um, once they did that, they, uh, they got it and they, um, they got their next clue. And it was a detour. And um, the detour was haul or harvest. All right. And so harvest was using a traditional canoe. Teams must propel themselves along a mocked course um, and then harvest enough seaweed to cover a top. And if the farmer feels they laid out enough to dry, he will give them um, face cream (laughs) in their next clue. And um, yeah, I'll let you know, guys know why I'm giggling after. And then Hall <laughs> was they had to deliver 50 coconuts and four chickens to the other side of a rickety suspension bridge 
for their next clue. So every team chose Hall. Every team. And so Tyler and Corey finished that first. Bernie and Ashley finished it second. Brody and Kurt finished it third. Sherry and Cole finished it fourth. And Dana and Matt finished it fifth. But that being said, when Tyler and Corey finished it and they got to the um, next spot, there was the double elimination. So, I mean, I'm sorry, double um, U-turn. And they chose to U-turn Brody and Kurt. So when Brody and Kurt came in third, they then had to go back and do the hall. I mean, the harvest, correction, the harvest. Um, When Bernie and Ashley, who came in second, purposely um, U-turns Tyler and Corey, and so, which made it impossible for anybody to do anything else to anybody else um, once Brody and Kurt got there, um, which they were third as it was. Um, so Brody and Kurt had to go off and do the harvest. And I'll tell you what, after watching the harvest, it seemed a lot more easier than hauling the coconuts and the chicken, I thought. I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, um, it, it appeared that they, they crushed that really, really quick. Um, the um, I'm sorry, the harvest when they with the seaweed and spreading it out and stuff. Um, it looked like they did that really, really fast. Um, so once they completed that, they received the next clue again, and it was a route info. And and it was proceed to Warung um, Sunrise. And um, um, no, wait a minute, you know what? Did I screw that up? No, so when, when they got to the W turn, it was proceed to Warung Sunrise, and it was the W turn, and that's what, you know, like I said, Tyler and Corey U turned Bernie and Kurt, and Bernie actually U turned Tyler and Corey. And then they, and we, there was a route info, and it was the Ponde Curly standby, and proceed to the paddleboard shop for your next clue. So um, it was a roadblock when they got there for the next clue. And they had to drop in the ocean um, four stories. Um, so they had to jump um, into the Blue Lagoon from this ledge. All right. Now, I know Mike said earlier 40 feet, but it was actually 400 feet. All right. Because um, every story is 100 feet. And I know, I remember Corey saying, I mean, Cole saying 40 feet. I do remember him saying that. And I think he was saying it just to put it in his head. It's only 40 feet. It's only 40 feet, not 400 feet instead, you know, just to get out of itself. Um, Tyler decided to do it, and he went first. And then um, uh, Ashley um, Ashley went set, um, came in second with that. Cole came in third. Um, Matt came in fourth. And Brody came in fifth doing that jump. Cole, they really built it up big time as far as him jumping into the water. Um, they really, really, you know, they, they played back the scene when he was um, on that cliff in the frozen, you know, along the, um, the mountains, how he was crying about it. And, you know, because he had a real big fear of high heights. So he... Um, you, you had that there, and then you're like, you're, oh, you're wondering, because you always go back to that episode with the slide where the woman didn't do it. Is Cole going to jump? Is, I was just saying, come on, Cole, just do it. Just go and do it. And he did. He did. I mean, that's fighting a huge fear. That's a long way down, you know? A long yeah. way down, you know? Um, Matt, you know, Matt jumped, and um, it, I think it was, was it Matt? Um, he, he landed a little sideways on his butt. That's like... You're jumping that high. That's why a lot of people who jump off bridges die because they don't land. Pro- they don't jump in. They just jump, and you're like hitting cement when you're dropping that fast. You drop. You you get initially get knocked out from the um, the water when you hit it. Um, so if you're not yeah, going feet first your breath away. in, right? If you're not going feet first in, like they did, they were told to. You know, I'm sure they had plenty of divers down there ready to pull them out. I'm sure. You know, and you saw every one of them as they popped up out of the water, thumbs up, you know. So, um, that, I'm sure they were told to do that. But once they finished that, 
they uh, got a route info, and it was make their way to the Bajra Sunday, um, and that was where the pit stop was. And Tyler and Corey, who started out first in this leg of the race, finished first in this leg of the race, and they both won a trip from Travelocity on an Alaskan cruise with a punch of amenities to go with it, man. All the things they got going on with that one, that's going to be a fun cruise. I hear nothing but good things about Alaskan cruises, you know. Um, Bernie and Ashley right behind them for number two again for the fifth time. You know, I feel so bad for them, man. They're playing a good race. And I wouldn't be shocked to see them win for some reason. I'm just telling you. I, I wouldn't you either. That. You heard that right here from me. Because Tyler and Corey, though they've been at the top, they've been near the bottom too. Bernie and Ashley has never been near the bottom. So, um, and we've seen it happen in past seasons where that second, that team that came in second place over and over and over again yep. in that final leg yep. came in first. And I think it could so, happen. I, w- I would put money on Bernie and Ashley. I would too. I would too. Um, Dana and Matt, they came in third and shockingly came behind from, you know, from being from that whole uh, cylinder thing in the water, you know. Um, Chevy and Cole came in fourth, and Bernie, uh, yeah, Brody and Kurt came in fifth, and they were eliminated. Now, let me tell you something. I got to give these boys respect. They played a hell of a race. Um, not only did they play a hell of a race, they held their heads high even though they lost. You know, they, they um, you know, so good for you guys, man. You know, you, I talk to fans and stuff like that. Um, at, I'm at this party, and, you know, people come up to me and ask me, ask, ask me about the amazing race. Stuff. And, like, what do you think about this season? And I tell them, and, like, and I'm like, look, I said, it's a game for a million dollars. And did Tyler and Corey make a good decision? I said, absolutely. Um, I'm so mad voting Kurt on, uh, you know, blah, blah. I get it. I get it because they played a hell of a game. They were killing it. They won a bunch of prizes, you know. They should be proud of that fact, you know. Um, but it's a game for a million dollars. And and they're all – it's done. You know, you're done. Not you every know, so. team can win. No. You know, now, I'll tell you what, I'm secretly rooting for Sherry and Cole to win the whole damn thing. I right am, now too. Because That's what I was just they're the underdog say. team. They're the I would underdog love team. to see them surprise everybody. And – even though I would I would put money it to see you know I would put money on a bet that would say it wouldn't surprise me to see Bernie and Ashley come in you know right. to win it because they've come in second you know so many times yep. I would personally love to see Sherry and Cole surprise everybody and kick it in high gear and just come out as the underdogs and win it in in the final. Yep. That would just, oh, my gosh, I would be so thrilled for them. I would, too. And I, I hope that's what's going to happen. But we'll see. We'll see. There's two more episodes left, Sherry. So, um, so, obviously, if there's two episodes left next week, unless the last episode is two hours long, Next week is not a save. There's no non-elimination. It's an elimination. Um, so uh, I didn't get much out I, of the previews for next week. Did you? Did I mean it? Didn't tell me much no, of anything as to what's going to no, happen next week. No, I, I agree with you on that. It was very vague. It was very vague. So I even uh, rewound it and watched it a second time, and I it just didn't give me enough information. No. I'll tell you what, this season's been really, really good. This has been re- a really, really good season. But my hat's off to the, the, the people that I've wrote, wrote um, set up this season with these players, um, putting them together, and actually the producing of this season has been amazing. Um, they, they did a great job, really did. So um, I'm sorry, and everybody, I'm sorry for the background noises because uh, – uh, I'm actually in the room where the, the kids get changed, so no, that's why. Um, so, um, so that's why you're hearing the background noises here and there. But thankfully, we're almost done. <laughs> but um, 
this was a this was a great season of the Amazing Race, and we are uh, you know we're almost uh, almost done. And this season went by a little quick. Huh? I guess because it was a fun season. I think to me, it, it really it, it has seems been. Like it went by fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I reached out to Brody and Kurt to see if they would um, you know call in, but uh, you know it is what it is. It's all good. Um, I'm sure they get a lot of people reaching out to them, so I'm sure they don't read all their Twitters because they are big stars as far as social media goes. Um, I do have everybody's um, Twitter account. I wrote down everybody's Twitter account. So um, I'm just going to give everybody a shout-out as far as that goes. And so if you want to follow um, somebody on Twitter on this season, so uh, Dana's Twitter account is at Dana Alexa. New York, NY, so it's D-A-N-A-A-L-E-X-A-N-Y, Matt, is Matt Stefania, which sounds Italian, so I think it's Italian, M-A-T-T-S-T-E-F-F-A-N-I, and then uh, Bernie, very easily, he's at Bernie, how we got that one is, I don't know, is B-U-R-N-I-E, and Ashley is at Ashley J., all right, so uh, then we have um, Cole. I love Cole. Cole is at the Super Cole, C-O-L-E. And um, Brody is at Brody Smith 21. And Kurt is at uh, Kurt is at Kurt E. Gibson, G-I-B-S-O-N. And Tyler is at Tyler Oakley. O-A-K-L-E-Y and Corey is at Corey with a K O-R-E-Y Cole Cole K-U-H-L now I didn't write down um, Sherry's because I'm already following her so do you know Sherry's offhand? Um, Sherry I can have it in a second (laughs) we can can both ready set go (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but anyways um, And If you choose to follow Sherry LeBlanc, alright It's at Sherry It's at Sherry S-H-E-R-I LeBlanc L-A-B-R-A-N-T So That's her Um, You know, I have Fans that follow me on Facebook and Twitter and stuff, and they've been calling me and telling me, I mean, well, direct messaging me and telling me they listen to our show um, during the week, which is fine. I don't care when you listen to our show. Um, just listen and when you get a chance. Um, and they're loving it. And, and they love my accent. I don't know what they're talking about, Cherry. What are they talking about, my accent? What's this bullshit? You know? I don't know. I understand. You people have accents, all right? <laughs> um... <laughs> Do they need an interpreter? Of course you don't <laughs> think you have an accent, Louie. I don't. I don't, Jerry. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, and if you guys want to follow me on Snapchat, I'm on, at Luge, L-U-G-E, 62. All right? I'm at Luge, 62. And let me see if I can find Mike really quick, uh, my friends. Um He'll kill me later. I don't care. <laughs> but hey, I mean, it's it's whether he wants to follow them back or not. That's his thing. But um, but me, I follow everybody. You know, you you friend me on Snapchat, I'll follow you back. It's it's who I am. I don't care. Um, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait, go. Here we go. Here's Mikey. Mikey is. Well, that person's loud in the background. Um, Michael N199. All right, so it's M I C H A E L N one ninety nine on Snapchat. Um, I, you know, I was so against Snapchat at one point. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I I do enough social media, but now I'm addicted to the damn thing. <laughs> you know, it's fun. It's actually fun because I do it. I I use it a lot for my media with uh, my working out and stuff. So um, so anyways um. I, Jerry, you know, you said to me, you know, we were were chatting back and forth earlier, and you said you appreciate me. No, thank you. Those are very kind words. 
but I appreciate you. You are the reason, you know. I, I yeah, I was on the show, blah blah blah. But you're the reason for this, you know. Um, we have fun doing it. It's a lot of fun, you know. And um, I appreciate you're, you're deeply appreciated, Cherry. Thank you so much. Well, From thank the bottom you of my so heart. Much. You know, you're thank very you sweet. So very, very much. <laughs> you appreciate you're, it. Rich is a lucky guy, you know. And he's, he's a lucky he's a lucky man and you're a beautiful woman. So um God Thank bless you. Thank you so much, Louis. <laughs> Thank you for well, being here each and every week to bring the amazing race to us as only you can do. And all the guests that you bring to us, we really enjoy it and love your your interest in, you know, the amazing race and, and the insight that you have and, and bring to the fans. You know, you can you can tell us about the Amazing Race like nobody else can. You know, you know <laughs> you, all buddy. the the backstories and and what happens behind the scenes. And only somebody who's been there and ran the race and you know can can actually tell us what really happens behind the scenes at those pit stops and yep. you know all that 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 you know we wonder about and yep. You know, people wonder sure. about those things. What happens when, you know, when you go in after a roadblock or after a pit stop or, you know, what happens yep. at, at some of these things? And you have yep. all those answers that that we have questions about, and you've answered them so well and so openly, and it's so awesome to get those answers and know that, you know, they're coming from somebody that we can trust and is giving us the real honest to goodness truth and that's so awesome of you to to open yourself up every Sunday to the fans and be here. And I know that you have other things to do. You're at somebody's house now. Yes. You know, I but am. you're taking the time to be here, you know, yep. on the show and do this for your yep. fans. And that's so cool. Yep. And I just so appreciate you so much um uh, for doing what sweetheart. you do. <laughs> thank so, you, baby. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Sorry, you I have love a you, wonderful honey. rest of the day. Yep. Enjoy your your food and your party and your, yep. your friends. <laughs> and we'll be back here next Sunday to do this all over again. Yes, we will. I love you guys. God bless everybody. Enjoy. Peace. Have a good night. You have a you have a great week, Lily. Take care, honey. Bye, baby. Bye, bye. Bye, bye, honey. And I want to remind everybody. To be back here with us again tomorrow because we're going to have another great show, Manic Monday, with our host, Michelle Costa. Michelle is not going to be able to be with us tomorrow. She has a charity event to do, uh, one that she does each and every year. So, I'll be your host tomorrow, and I have a couple of great guests lined up for the Manic Monday show tomorrow. From Utopia, James Swift has written an autobiography called Rusted Rhinestones, and his book has just won a multitude of awards, and I am so happy to have him on to talk about his new book and all the awards that it's won, and it's still a contender for three more awards. Um, His book is very, very touching. It goes very deep into his childhood and everything that he's been through. And he's also got uh, some other books in the works, One is a fiction, and one is a children's book, I believe. So he's going to be telling us all about that as well. And then for our second segment, we have Stacey Juba, who wrote Sink or Swim, which is based on reality TV. And she has written a number of books since we had her on the Manic Monday show with Michelle Costa a few years back. So... I can't wait to have her on again as well. So we have two book authors on the show tomorrow, one who was on a reality show and one who has written about reality TV. Stacey Juba 
continues to write a reality TV newsletter. Um, so, so very connected to reality TV. So they're both going to be on Manic Monday tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. I hope everybody will join us for Manic Monday with myself, Cherry Garcia, and James Swift and Stacy Juba. And then back here again on Thursday for our survivor, Mike and the Mike, with Mike Albright. And I'll be posting who his guest will be for this Thursday on Facebook and Twitter. And then Annette's show is also at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. And then back here again next Sunday with Louis Stravato and the Amazing Race Second Fit Step Show. We're getting real close to the Amazing Race coming to an end. So we're down to it, um, getting real close. So make sure you join us for all three of our shows. As I said, they all start at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central on Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. That's going to wrap it up for us tonight. I want to thank Louie and Michael Naylor for joining us tonight. Everybody take care. Have a great rest of your Sunday evening. I want to thank Jason Lee, JTV, for doing our posters and tweeting for us, as he always does, and everybody that joined us tonight, and who will listen to our podcast as it is convenient for them. Thank you as well. I'm going to close tonight's show with Ron, as we always do, who is the founder of the Rad Reality Show, for those who might not know who Ron is. Um, But that's going to wrap it up for tonight's show. Everybody take care. God bless. Here's Ron. Good night, all. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a great show. And one last thing I have to say before we go is go Blues. Grab that Stanley Cup. Have a great night, everybody. That's the wrap for us tonight. Good night.